Well, the cooler temperatures have arrived. The cold front rolled through yesterday with some showers and thunderstorms scattered about as expected, not everywhere, and amounts uh, because they were moving so quickly were not all that great, although we did get a few spots that managed a half inch or a little bit more, officially only 15 hundredths of an inch of rain here on the south side at CBS 47 and Fox 30 and News 104.5 WOKV Studios. Uh, but the cooler air's arrived now, and winds are out of the northeast and gusty and will be through the day. That means a high rip current risk at area beaches that will continue right on into the weekend. We can't emphasize enough how dangerous that water is when it comes to the rip currents. But otherwise, it's nice. Temperatures today will only reach the low 80s in most spots. So that's um, a 7 or 8 degrees below average and a good 10 to 15 degrees below where we've been for the better part of the past week or so. And we're even getting rid of a little bit of that humidity. So it allows the temperatures at night, at least inland, to drop into the 60s. Stays in the 70s of the beaches because of that wind off water that's still above 80 degrees. Now, with that wind off the Atlantic, we also get some moisture at times, so a few showers. They won't be particularly widespread or persistent, and most inland spots, at least west of I 95, won't have much rain, and that's one of the drier areas right now. And, um, There'll, there'll be a few showers that are heavy when they come in off the Atlantic, but they're not lasting long. So just uh, if you have outdoor activities, plan on a wind to deal with, and then brief showers as well. As we head into the weekend, the winds let up a little bit, and the shower activity coming off the Atlantic will subside as well. But the rough season surf will persist, along with that dangerous rip current risk. Temperatures will be in the 80s during the day over the weekend, in the 60s at night. Really quite beautiful. In fact... The first alert forecast keeps temperatures in the 60s into the early part of next week. The last time we've had more than three nights in a row below 70 degrees, you have to go back to the middle of May, from the 11th through the 21st of May. So this will be the coolest stretch of temperatures at night in the last four months. So it is a nice change and, and very welcome, obviously. So some really good news. And also good news, speaking of which, in the tropics, we have... Um, we do have sextuplets, in other words, three named storms over the East Pacific, three named storms over the Atlantic Basin, um, although Imelda is now really just an area of low pressure over Texas producing heavy rain. But with all that activity, none of it is threatening Jacksonville or northeastern Florida. Umberto's already moving away, of course, made its closest approach to Bermuda late yesterday and last night with some hurricane-force winds for a while. That's now headed into the North Atlantic and will become an extra-tropical low-pressure area by the weekend. No impacts on the local area. Jerry, though, is strengthening. Uh, it will move just north and east of the Windward Islands on um, uh, by Friday and into Saturday, and a little bit north and northeast of Puerto Rico by about 100 miles, give or take. Close enough so that there are some tropical storm watches for a few of the islands of the extreme northeastern Caribbean. Uh, but it looks like the bulk of this uh, what is expected to be a hurricane, the core of, of Jerry, will stay north and northeast of the islands. Not by a lot, uh, but at least enough so that it's not a direct hit and, and should not be a substantial uh substantial storm for those areas. Even better news yet is that it turns sharply to the north once northeast of Hispaniola over the weekend into early next week, taking Jerry to the east of the Bahamas and well to the east of not only Florida, but the entire eastern coast of the U.S. Now, it also looks like Jerry weakens a little bit during that time period because of some increasing shear, but all indications are that the Bermuda High will be strong enough, um, far enough to the east, that it allow that western edge to be right over the western Atlantic and, and help Jerry to curve pretty sharply to the north, staying harmlessly 
out to sea. Now, there are other areas to watch. One is over the northern and northwestern Caribbean, a tropical wave that came off the coast of Africa about 9 to 10 days ago, moving slowly to the northwest. Has some long-term potential and will be something to watch over the northwest Caribbean and or Gulf of Mexico into next week. And then we also have strong, a couple strong waves coming off the coast of Africa that have a good chance to develop at least in due time and will likely take a more southern route. So could eventually threaten the Caribbean and maybe some other areas beyond that, but would be a long ways off toward the end of the month into the early part of October. But this is going to be an active period that will likely last at least into the first week of October. I explain why in Talking the Tropics with Mike, and some of that is related to what's going on in the Pacific. Check it out at WOKV.com and ActionNewsJacks.com. And the Jags are in action tonight. It's an 820 kickoff. Looks great, especially compared to the heat of a couple of weeks ago at the first home game. It'll be partly cloudy, and while there may be a few showers for tailgaters coming in off the Atlantic, not looking for substantial rainfall or anything that would be long-lasting, temperatures only in the upper 70s at kickoff, dropping into the low 70s during the fourth quarter. So that will be nice. Not a whole lot of wind, a little bit of an easterly breeze, around 5 to 10 miles per hour. That's a crosswind uh, on the field. With all your weather all the time, I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish from the CBS 47 at Fox 30 Action News Jack's First Alert Weather Center for News 104.5 WOKV.